Hey there, SLP. You are listening to this podcast, so I know that you love to listen to podcasts. And if that is the case, then I know that you are going to love my secret private podcast, Secondary Secrets for SLPs. It's six short episodes that will have you walking away feeling refreshed and inspired and ready to take on those challenging secondary speech students. So if you work with grades four through 12 and are in a planning rut or wanting some fresh new ideas to keep your students motivated, make sure you head to speechtimefun.com slash secondary secrets. You are not going to find this podcast in your iTunes podcast search browser. You can only get access by going to that link. So head to it now. It is six short episodes that you can listen to it in under an hour, like totally Netflix binge-worthy. I made this just for you, and I know you are going to love it. SLPs have been telling me already that it has changed their way for working with their older speech students. So head on over, again, to speechtimefund.com slash secondarysecrets, or use the link in the show notes, and I can't wait to hear what you think. Now let's head on to this week's episode of SLP Coffee Talk. You are listening to SLP Coffee Talk. I am your host, Hallie Sherman, and I am a licensed speech-language pathologist who is in the trenches working full-time in a public school in New York. I am the author of the blog and Teachers Pay Teachers store, Speech Time Fun, where I love helping other SLPs conquer the overwhelm and get back hours spent on prepping activities. I am here to help you be the best SLP you can be and have fun while doing it. Just like your morning cup of coffee, this podcast is just what you need to start the day or week. Let's jump into today's Coffee Talk. Hey, hey, and welcome to another episode of SLP Coffee Talk. Hopefully everyone is still summer mode and going to the beach and going to the pool. And that's why I have someone here that I know you are going to want to hear her story. Nicolette Contella is the SLP behind AAC on the beach. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. So my name is Nicolette Contella. I actually just graduated grad school. So I am a recent grad. So I'll be starting my first job in September. I'm very excited. But I started this organization called AAC on the Beach, and we're doing free low-tech AAC training as well as just like communication training to all different types of first responders. That's so amazing. I know like you combined your passion of SLP and you were a lifeguard, but like even with the busyness of graduate school, how did you get started with all this? So I live on the Jersey Shore now. And I run our local junior lifeguard program. And I actually don't sit on this stand, which is like very funny. I just kind of like do the program. I do all the admin work. I'm there every day. I have my staff. I have my kids, whatever. And this kind of, I was doing a lot of paperwork because, you know, we start that in July. So I was doing a lot of paperwork for this in the winter in January. And I was like, oh, my goodness, this would be a great idea to do this. There's nothing really out there like in my area in New Jersey for it. And I also thought it would be really valuable for like policemen, firemen, EMS, all different types of first responders. So I kind of just put it in my head. I, I kind of roped in a few of my good friends to help me with it. And here we are. 
That's amazing. So can you share some like wins and successes and how this has developed over time? Yeah. So I actually have a someone that I know like through the lifeguard kind of network down here in the Jersey Shore. I was grateful enough. She let me present at one of like the USLA meetings um, because she's on the committee for that, which if you're not familiar with it, like even on Long Island, like all of like the beaches, like Jones Beach, you know, Long Beach, they're all part of United States Life Saving Association, which is like our kind of like ASHA. It's our you know <laughs> over, overarching board. I kind of talked about it a little bit and I just got feedback. I was like, would you guys be interested in this? Like, is this something that you would even do? And I got a lot of really good positive feedback. So then I kind of just ran with it. And I've been doing some virtual trainings to like the beaches that are not really close to me, but, you know, places in Monmouth County. I'm starting to like schedule out and get those kind of going because they're all having their like rookie camp right now is what they call it. <laughs> We're recording this in June. So <laughs> in June. Yeah. So, you know, they're having all their rookie camp. So they're kind of getting the summer started. You know, Memorial Day weekend just happened. So they're kind of just all doing that. But yeah, that is like the beginning of it. It's been really fun developing the different materials for the different groups. Like I've been working with someone who's going to do a lot for the EMS. And he was like, oh, put this, put this, put this in there. Because that's something that like we really talk about as EMS. Whereas like lifeguards, you're going to put different stuff. So like using the different symbols and talking about different things in the presentation has been kind of fun to tailor it and develop it to the different organization. That's amazing that you got their feedback and that you're tailoring it to all the different first responders and their needs. And that now you're expanding to locations further from you. That is amazing. Such an accomplishment, especially someone who's still, what was your experience prior, like, it was AAC. Like, how did you become so passionate about it? I did have a class on AAC, but I also have kind of just been like very techy my whole life. Like, I've been doing a lot of stuff. I always was like, kind of liked making products and like, like designing things. And I actually used to help out. Um, I still kind of do, but I used to help out a lot of SLPs who were really like in the AAC world. I would write a lot of their blog posts and kind of like ghostwrite and do all virtual assistant type behind the scenes stuff for them. That's kind of how it got sparked. And then I kind of just, I'm very impulsive with my business ideas and with my organization ideas. And I think of something and I have to do it. That's what happened with that. That's amazing. You saw a need in your own area and clearly like it didn't exist elsewhere. There's clearly a need for like whether someone doesn't live near a beach, they mm -hmm. might be, there might be lifeguards. There still is first responders. There still definitely is a need for training and experience and awareness about AAC needs. Yeah, definitely. And I also talk a lot about. I mean, you're you're from Long Island, so you know, like we did. The Jersey Shore got hit really, really hard with Hurricane Sandy. So I also kind of like talk about like emergency preparedness, which I think after, you know, Hurricane Sandy in our area, like it kind of blew up and it was a big thing that like a lot of people were talking about. So I also talk about that and, you know, how all of these first responders are really good at emergency and like, how can you put communication into emergency and like, what should you be thinking about in these emergency situations as well? So what are some examples that you provide to them? Yeah. So I actually have a like online, like if you go on my website, which it'll be in the notes, right? Yeah. Showing us will have everything. That's oh, where. 
I do low tech communication boards and I'll tailor them for the organization. But, you know, I have some beaches come to me like Nicolette, our lifeguard stand looks like this. Can you kind of make it more like that? Or like we have also pools on our, you know, in our beach. Can you add that? So I'll add those things. So I do the low tech communication boards and then I have like a really comprehensive PowerPoint training that goes over not just low tech AAC, but just communication across like the spectrum. So like different free apps that they can use, low tech boards, like using pen and paper, using gestures, like how they should be communicating in these situations. And then I also have like a 20 page, like kind of free guide, which is like anyone can go, go ahead and download that just about like first responder and emergency communication. It's so amazing. Have you found that a lot of them have had experiences with children, adults, patients that have communication AAC needs and were not prepared? Yeah. So I, a lot of the feedback that I got was, you know, we really need this. We really love it. And they also, a lot of them are only thinking about kids. And I'm like, when I kind of also say that like adults with cognitive, you know, communication challenges, like can also use it, their eyes like light up and they're like, oh my goodness, like we never thought about. So I think that's also something that I've really been incorporating is like everyone can use this from, you know, birth to however old. And it's really something that can be used across the lifespan. And I've been like kind of tweaking with like more adult friendly ones, more pediatric ones as well. I'm working on getting them translated. I have some friends who speak some languages that are going to translate them for me because that was another thing in that initial meeting that they were like, we would really love to have them translated into different languages. So amazing. It's amazing that, again, you're taking the feedback and providing them with the tools so that they can do the best care possible in an emergency. Like the last thing they need is if if patient in front of them can't communicate that can impact their care. Definitely, definitely. And I I kind of also like tell them in these like, you know, meetings, I'm like, you have a lot of other things to worry about. So like, if you can just remember the basics, like that's... So if someone listening to this is like, this is amazing. I would love to do this in my area, bring this to my beaches, my pools, my local town police department. How can they do this? What are some advice? Yeah. So I would say definitely reach out to me. I can help you kind of like get it off the ground and get it going. I have materials already. So like you wouldn't have to, you know, go ahead and reinvent the wheel. Definitely reach out to me and definitely kind of connect with me and I can help you. And, you know, go out there and connect to the people in your community. See what they want. See what they need. You're not going to get anywhere if you don't do that. And, you know, reach out, like use your local connection. Like, your friends, parents, you know, anyone like, you know, reach into your Rolodex, like figure out who you know, and definitely go from there. I love it. I love it. And they, that is amazing that, you know, you're, you're now using what you have learned to now help spread the word, you know, to other states, other areas. SLPs working in their local districts or whatever can now help the first responders in their area or where they live. So that is so amazing. Exactly. I'm hoping to kind of get it off the ground pretty well in Monmouth County and then kind of just let it blossom and go everywhere. Where do you see this program in five years from now? My goodness, I have no idea. 
I would love to. Uh, I also another reason why I really also started this, which I should have brought up in the beginning, but you just reminded me, is I would love to have like undergrads and grad students also be involved with it. Like I have a few graduate programs that are close to me in New Jersey, and there's plenty of undergrads who, you know, come home from college in the summer and are looking for like very cool observation training experiences when it wouldn't be like clinical work. It wouldn't be clinical hours, but it's a really cool, you know, experience and volunteer um, experience. I definitely want to get that off the ground within the next five years is like making those connections here, bringing other people, students and having like volunteers. I want to do like a video training module thing so that anyone can just go on and access it. And maybe the live ones will be, you know, very tiny, but I love it. And I think that can be definitely doable. And we'll talk when we stop any recording on how we can make all this stuff happen. But yeah, that's amazing. And that's such great goals and vision and just how to get this, these resources in the hands of more people. Yeah, that's, I just want to get it out to as many people, you know, as possible. And I want to make it easy and quick and all of those things. That's so amazing. Where can everyone learn more about this program and you and everything you have to offer and how you can help them bring this program to their areas? Yeah, sure. So our website is just www.aacontheBeach.org and you can find out everything about me about my team and you know everything that we're doing here on the Jersey Shore. Um, and you can also like download the free guide or send it to you know your first responder friends that you have. Um, just get the word out. That's so amazing. As someone who's brand new in the field, and what kind of job do we have lined up? If I may ask, we yeah, so. <laughs> So I will be in a school district about like 25 minutes away from me. Um, I'm really excited. I think it's going to be a good, you know, first job to get my feet, you know, in the water. I'm going to have good mentorship, you know, all of those good things. Um, so I'm excited. So I'll Did be- they know about the AEC on the beach thing? Did you tell me? Hey, they okay. did. You know what? And I was kind of like, when I was applying, this is like totally different. So you can cut this out. Um, oh, no, so okay. Everyone uh, wants to know. We're all, we're all curious. So um, when I was applying to, you know, a bunch of jobs, like I kind of had all of my, I'm going to call them like my side hustles on there. And I don't make, this is like truly just a passion project, AAC on the beach, but I do a few other things that I do make money from. So I have a digital marketing agency and I do a lot on teachers pay teachers and stuff like that. And hands down, every single one of my interviews, I probably went on like 15 interviews everyone asked about everyone was almost like more interested in my other thing than like anything that I did like in graduate school you know we obviously talked about that and everything but people were always like a little bit more interested in these like other little passion projects which I think is really cool because it kind of shows that like as SLPs we're very diverse in all the things that we do and you know people value it anything it made you stand out from other candidates I'd probably have to say that so. <laughs> well, thank you so much. This was so amazing. Everyone, go check out Nicolette and let your friends know, that people know about this episode. Share this with a friend that you know would benefit from this, someone who's been thinking about doing something like this. There's so many resources and I can't wait for even more that is to come because I know she's going to be doing amazing things that will be helping lifeguards, first responders, everyone across the world. So. 
I always end my episodes with a joke because jokes are fun and humorous and why not? What travels all around the world but stays in one corner? The sun? A postage stamp. Oh, that's good. <laughs> that's good. I'm like, I'm like thinking of like the planets or <laughs> my students call it their corny dad jokes, but it makes you think like, hmm, traveling around the world, corner. Okay. Where does the stamp go? The corner. All right. Thank you so, so much, Nicolette. Everyone check out the show notes to make sure you can check out everything, all the links, all of her resources. And again, let your friends know, let your fellow SLPs know. And until next week, everyone. Stay out of trouble. Thanks so much for tuning in to another episode of SLP Coffee Talk. It means the world to me that you're tuning in each and every week and getting the jolt of inspiration you need. You can find all of the links and information mentioned in this episode at my website, speechtimefun.com. Don't forget to follow the show so you don't miss any future episodes. And while you're there, it would mean the world to me if you would take a few seconds and leave me an honest review. See you next week with another episode full of fun and inspiration from one SLP to another. Have fun, guys. <laughs>